Yo, what's going on, Internet? The Black Kai here, aka TV Asian. To be honest, I'd like to welcome you guys back to the Game and Illuminati podcast. We are the Enlightened Gamers. This is episode 93, and this is the place to be. Now, before we get into the show, allow me to introduce you to my co-host, the first of which is a bit under the weather, but he still had time to he still made it to the show, man. You know, say what up to the people, Ethos. Yo, what up? I apologize if I'm a little low or I don't talk a lot. I know you gotta expect at least 10 minutes out of me, but uh we'll see if I can give you five. <laughs> all right there you go that's a good 15 <laughs> seconds uh and my second co-host he wasn't late today so that's an improvement say what up to the people utx jg the dog hell yeah we're all on time so no more slandering about people not being on time let's get to it mm, we don't have a guest for today but if you do want to appear on the next episode be sure to back us at patreon.com slash gi updates you can also take the show on the go this podcast is available on spotify itunes soundcloud and all of the major podcast outlets be sure to download the gi app it's available on ios and android it's free just search illuminati on your respective app store keep in mind we spell illuminati with the word naughty is in naughty or nice now before we get into the news let's get into hold the on, f- hold on hold well, on well. all right continue all right <laughs> i know what you did yes <laughs> now before we get into the news uh let's get into the freebies for the month of december on the playstation you guys get titanfall 2 and super monster cross uh racing for free shout out to titanfall 2 i'm about to download that on my ps4 just to have it No, you might want to rock with it um and then on the xbox you guys get insane robots jurassic world toy story 3 and castlevania mate of fear Oh, my bad. Mirror of Fate. I can't read. Uh, Whatever. Those Xbox games suck. And the only free game I could find on PC was you can get Rayman Legends for free on the Epic Game Store right now, which is actually a really good platformer if you need something to play. Um, And with the freebies out of the way, let's get into the conversations. Um, Since the last podcast, the Game Awards nominees dropped. uh, The Game Awards by Kojima. I mean, Jeff Keighley. Uh, It goes down like December 10th or something like that. It's early, early December um the nominees are here so we're gonna go over them we're gonna talk about what we think um i'm on the website right now i'm just gonna start from the bottom because at the top they have game of the year and then we'll work our way up um yeah, before they start slandering you it's on the 12th on the 12th there you go mm-hmm. those are close enough early yeah close right? enough <laughs> um all right so first category is best vr game uh which i find interesting there's even a category asgard's wrath uh, Blood and Truth, Beat Saber, No Man's Sky, and Trover Saves the Universe. Does anybody have a hot take on the best VR game or VR period as a whole? Sure, No Man's Sky, why not? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Beat Saber because I've seen people on late night shows playing it and they seem to enjoy it, so. Wait, is that the game that Heaven was? I seen playing, I think? She might be, I don't know. Uh, I, the only one I know is No Man's Sky, so that's the only one I could vote for if but I was going to vote for it. like either jimmy uh jimmy kimmel jimmy fallon or um or uh conan one of them were playing it so is no man's sky vr a separate experience that you have to purchase or is it just come with the base no man's sky i can't tell you because i'm curious to know what's the sales numbers between these five categories like did did these five games even get a million a million in sales like combined like Mm, for, for like like why are we talking about vr i don't know bro Maybe I'm a hater. Just because <laughs> it's it's still there and they're still trying to, you know, get more people to get into VR. Sony, Sony, like what's the last time you heard Sony talk about PlayStation VR? Oh my god. Yes. I mean it's been a while. They're still trying to, you know, shove it down their throats because like the last um Sony state of play, they were trying to, you know, give us more VR games that still nobody's interested in because nobody's gonna buy that PSVR. 
Yeah, I feel that. I feel like this is a category you can speak on, uh, Ethos. Best strategy game. Age of Wonders, Planetfall, NO 1800, Fire Emblems, Three Houses, Total War, Three Kingdoms, Tropico 6, and War Groove. Which one would you pick, Ethos? Uh, it'd probably be a tie for me between uh, Fire Emblem and um, uh, Total War. This, uh, those are both really good. Is Total War optimized? Because I look you, I saw you playing. I look you kind of wanted to play it. It reminded me a lot of Kessen 2. Uh huh. Yeah, it's really optimized. Uh, I mean, you have like what Titan? Uh, no, no, no. I got a, a twenty eighty. What? Uh, Did you just call uh, me poor. I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of. But, Watch your uh, mouth. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I would say, uh, it, it, actually, I'm lying. It's more of a CPU intense game because it has to calculate like a shitload of people. So I would say, you know, I don't know how good the Ryzen is, but if it's pretty good, as you say, uh, you should be fine. I should be able to. I, yeah, I had rise. like 60, 90. It would only drop to 40s when like I had like a shitload of people on the screen. What, what graphics level was you playing at? High ultra? Like what? Oh, I had like high ultra. Oh, okay. But yeah. Yeah, I might have to put that on the backlog and see what that's hitting for. Check the uh, the the Black Friday sale. I'm pretty sure it's on sale right now. Ooh, yeah, what's the name? Do you care about any of these games, Jay? No, I feel. <laughs> but I know they're fire emblem. You know, you all were raving. Well, Ethos was raving about that. So I'm actually surprised that you were like tied between the two because I thought it was going to be like a clear cut winner for you, uh, fire emblem. But hey, I guess Total War was uh, you know, that that also you know tickled your fancy as well. So interesting i'm actually uh offended by this next category best sports racing game um crash team racing dirt rally 2 uh pez 2020 f1 2019 and then fifa 20 where's nba 2k 20 come on guys everybody Big knows facts. where is he where everybody knows that nba 2k is a truly innovative experience that deserves to go in the fucking garbage can all right what's, what's your vote uh jay uh if i had to choose i guess fifa <laughs> i didn't play any of these uh this year i mean i played the original crashing racing but i didn't played the uh the remake here so uh yeah if i had to give it to one it'll be fifa no madden either i already know ethos don't care nothing about this no nope. yeah i didn't play none of these sports games either i like how they put all the, the categories nobody really cares about at the bottom finally we're getting yeah, something that matters uh oh yeah sorry yeah shout out to anon he's in the 2k uh soundtrack for those of you unaware that's literally the only W that that franchise is getting this year because of A&R, bro. It, it really hurts me that his music got featured in one of arguably the worst 2Ks in a long time, bro. I'm like, I damn. <laughs> Hopefully he can get in 21, it, maybe if it's better or something. But it sucks that he has to be in that one. Yeah. Um, best score in music. Rest uh, was outstanding music, inclusive score, original soundtrack. Um, all right, so the picks are Cadence of Hyrule, Death Stranding, Devil May Cry 5, Kingdom Hearts 3, and I don't even know, what is this, Sayara Wild Hearts? Sayonara Wild Hearts. You know what that is? I don't know who, uh, no, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that game. All right, Ethos, what's your best pick for, uh, what's your pick for best soundtrack? Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm, hmm. I'm trying to think of any of these had anything memorable. I'm not going to lie. It's been hard after near. It's hard to find a soundtrack that good. Um, uh, come back to me. Uh, yeah, I, I none of these really stand out to me. Like I don't, I, I don't, I don't remember games. a really a really good soundtrack from this year. Do y'all can y'all remember a game outside of this category? I mean, outside of these picks. Uh, I mean, DMCs was pretty good. I won't lie. I don't even remember <laughs> DMCs. Was that one? With, no, uh, not, not really. Pull your devil trigger. You know that one. You about to say a gamer word? 
No, no, no. Pull the devil trigger. You know. Oh, okay, okay. What Kingdom Hearts isn't doing anything for you, Jay? I'm trying to think, like, because even though, like, it wasn't the best experience for Kingdom Hearts, like, I feel like it had a decent soundtrack, but then again, I can't really remember, like, the songs compared to, you know, like, the first one, uh, you know, where everybody was, was singing and, you know, reciting those, so, like, I really didn't hear about anybody, you know, reciting any of the music on this one, and then, you know, Kingdom Hearts, well, Square Enix was, you know, trying to ban people for playing, you know, the music on stream and stuff and their videos, so that I think that kind of also contributed to people not really having a memorable experience with the uh with the music on this one. Uh oh. and also even though I'm not done with that stranding, I probably won't be for a long time. Um I mean the music, even though I it's not, you know, my personal taste, I feel like it it had a decent experience while you were traversing throughout the world and, and delivering your, your DHL packages. So um so I understand why it's on here, but if I had to choose, I'd probably give it to Devil May Cry. Like I, I feel like that's that's more memorable in my head this year. Yeah, if I had to choose from this list, that's baffling to me because, um, like Death Stranding didn't have like twenty minute cutscenes, and y'all mean to tell me it didn't have that great of a soundtrack? That's crazy. I mean, in most of those cutscenes, there wasn't really like music. There, yeah, there's wasn't. good music in Death Stranding, but a lot of it is like, <clears throat> a lot of the good stuff is really like music that he uh, leased out to put in the game that's like actual music in the real world it wasn't like custom created for it they're not original not they're not original yeah scores. it's not yeah. an original scores there are original scores in the game but i don't think they're as good as the ones that he least didn't put into the game if that makes sense so like when you're walking around there'll be moments where like you'll play a song just try to make you feel something i mean i, I think it's stupid but you know uh, those songs are pretty good but a lot of the like actual original soundtrack that's in the game at least as far as i've gotten um nothing's really like you know hit me or been like damn this song's really good i mean it's nice it's, it's it sounds different but it's not like something that like i can remember right i can't recall any of those songs right now so got you got you i would have to go devil may cry just because that's the only game i uh i beat on this list whatever finally we're getting to the good categories <laughs> role-playing games uh disco elysium Final Fantasy 14, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, Monster Hunter World, Iceborne, and The Outer Worlds. I'm just going to go ahead and say The Outer Worlds. I mean, this isn't even close for me. What about you, Ethos? Yeah, I'm going to say that too. I want to get this Disco Elysium game because I've heard nothing but good things about this game. What is that about? I, I'm, I'm looking at it right now on Steam. It's apparently a open world role playing game where you're a detective with a unique skill system at your disposal in a whole city block to carve your path across, interrogate unforgettable characters, crack murders, or take bribes, become a hero, an absolute disaster of a human being. That sounds pretty cool. Mm. So, I don't know. I I'll probably check it out. Let's see, it's on sale. Uh, not that much of a sale. But I've seen a couple of reviews and people said this game is really, really good. So I wouldn't be so I wouldn't be mad though if Monster Hunter World Iceborne won too, because I know people really love that game. I played it a little bit, but my personal pick would be the Outer Worlds. What about you, Jay? I've only played one of these games on this list, and that would be Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh so I'm definitely not choosing that. I got a feeling that Outer Worlds will win. You didn't play Outer Worlds? Um, no. Because I never played um I never played any of the Fallout games, so I'm not into too busy playing detective fucking Yakuza. Bro, that game should have been on this list somewhere, but it's not. Is it an not, action game? It's not American, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not role playing. I'm not talking about that category. I'm just talking about period. No, uh, well, no, yeah, because he's right. That should fall into role playing. That little detective game, right? That was a role playing. No, nah, it's more. It's more action. action. Ah, okay. No, it's not okay. role playing, huh? 
Um, let's see. Best, basically, best voice actor, best performance. Uh, you know what's funny about this situation? I was thinking about this on stream. This chick, Ashley Birch, she played, was it Parvati in the Outer Worlds? And I was like, who the fuck is that? What character is that? And they were like, you killed her. That's I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. Apparently, she was supposed to be your partner. She's like oh. the main character, but I never met her because I killed her. <laughs> what a fucking Whatever. Whatever. So, her from the Outer Worlds. Um, Courtney Hope, she played Jesse in Control. Uh, Lauren plays Kate Diaz in Gears 5. Uh, let's see. Mads Milkinson as Cliff in Death Stranding. Uh, Matthew, big word. He played Dr. Casper in uh, Control. I don't know his name. Poretta. I don't know, bro. And then Norman Reedus, he played uh, Sam Porter in Death Stranding. Who would you give best voice actor, Jay? Ooh. I mean, this one is kind of kind of tough. Um, even though Matthew, like Matthew, was really part of the uh, the cutscenes and control, so I I will rule him out. Uh, even though he did a good job, Courtney also did a, a very good job in control. I know you be shitting on the game because you know you had your issues, but no, it was good uh, voice acting but, in the game. It was good voice but acting. I like the game. Yeah, yeah I like the game. Um, I mean, Laura's case, you're looking very provocative in this photo, by the way. Uh, but. I, uh, the, Very what I give her that. No, <laughs> I'm just saying. But uh, what I, I give her that on this list, no. Um, I mean, Norman Reedus. I mean, you heard him literally like throughout the entire game. So, yo, hold on, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because y'all beat control. What's up with this Matthew Peretta guy? Is he Colonel Sanders in the game or something? This man no, said Colonel Sanders. A, Does he not look like Colonel Sanders in that headshot? No. no. <laughs> All right, bro. He's one, of, he's I, uh, one of the scientists he's a very in control. Quirky scientist. Yeah. That mm, looks like he makes eleven herbs yeah, and spices yeah. to me. So throughout the game, like he was explaining, you know how the phenomenon. Yeah, but yeah, basically what they were doing, and yeah. So, so I understand that it's actually interesting that he's on there. But um, and if I had to choose off of this, I would. It would be a tie between Courtney and Norman, just because I mean Norman. Norman Reed, no matter what you say about the game, like he did a very good job at his performance in the game. Yeah, well, this is voice actor, not gameplay. Yeah, it's voice. Yeah, like I said, it's voice acting. So. Well, actually, it's for voice acting, motion, and performance. or performance caption. Don't be a well actor. Yeah. Yeah, so. And well, Norman, Norman no looked. Be, huh? Yeah, Norman was one to one. That was that was him, bro. Like so. So what this this category says to me is what I've been talking about, like the last podcast. I think like we're, we're about to see a transition in game where we're going to see more and more of the voice actors' faces in the game because it's not best voice actor; it's best performance. It's their facial expressions and the voice, basically the, the person as a whole. Like it's. We're, we're, we're getting away from voice acting and it's just straight acting and gaming well, now. I mean, a majority of games, it's not even like recently, like a majority of games have uh, performance capture. Like, I, I think for the past five years, had performance capture, like I, I forgot how old Last of Us is, but Last of Us had performance capture. Uh, a lot of older games have had performance capture. I don't know the year it started, but uh, that technology has been used for a very long time. It's just uh, it might be difficult to know that because like they might change the, the character might not look like the person who's acting it. So like sometimes what happens is uh, this is a little dev nerd shit. Um, sometimes they'll pick somebody to voice the character, but they'll have somebody else completely act them. So it'll be somebody else who'll be like physically moving them and acting them, which little performance capture. And the voice actor will just voice if they choose not to be physical. But other people, I think everybody on this list, I know definitely Normus, I know Mads, I've seen videos. Uh, I don't know if Laura, I'm pretty sure Laura, Laura, Laura was in Halo. Um, she did all the performance capture for that too. Uh, Ashley probably did too. So I think everybody on this list actually performance captured and voice acted all their characters. Um, so 
Hey, little, little. So it, 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 it's a kind of kind of a tough list, but yeah. I, I feel like at this point it comes out job. to preference. Yeah, it's all a preference. They all did a great job. None of them I don't feel did a subpar. I'm gonna job. go with Laura. I like Kate. Whatever, you got it. Uh, best ongoing, best ongoing game, basically best live service game. Um, Apex Legends, Destiny Two, Final Fantasy Fourteen, Fortnite, and Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, I want Apex to win, but I wouldn't be mad if Rainbow won. What about y'all? Apex, you already know. Tracks. Why the fuck is Fortnite here? Like, that shit. Uh, let's see. Best narrative, uh, basically best story in the game. A Plague's Tale, Innocent, um, Control, Death Stranding, Disco Elysium, and then the Outer Worlds. I'm going with the Outer Worlds. What the fuck? Controls is fake deep. Death Stranding is fake deep. You didn't even beat it. I don't need to. I don't need to beat it. I'm still gonna <laughs> slander it. Disco. Maybe the game should work. Disco Elysium. I don't even know what that is. And a Plague's Tale is just a game about a life of somebody who lives in the Bronx, fucking lives amongst rats. What about you? Look at this guy, JG. Uh, for <laughs> me, <laughs> for me, I would probably choose Control. What? Uh, it was, it was a, yes, it was a lot of stuff in that game, bro. It was a lot of stuff in that game. Again, you had to play it. It was yeah, it was a ton of shit, man. The storytelling and, and all the all the extra stuff that you see throughout the. Uh, Did it have a satirical bit, take bro. on capitalism? Come on, bro. Stop. Uh, Stop that. Come on, bro. Outer Worlds, man. Show some respect. But, it, but again, I can't choose it because I haven't played it. I would be surprised if it won. But for me, I would personally choose Control. I feel that. What about you, uh, Ethos? Oh, I'd probably say it's tied between uh, <sighs> Control, maybe Outer Worlds. Death Stranding has an interesting premise, but I don't think it's really told very well. So no. mm, Maybe your third eye just isn't open. Maybe you need to train with TN. I mean, as a guy that, <laughs> that likes a bunch of fake deep games, it felt very d- fake to me. So... <laughs> 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 best multiplayer hey, game as will. best multiplayer game apex legends borderlands 3 modern warfare uh tetris battle royale and then the division 2 i forgot about this game the division 2 bro it's crazy i didn't even play tetris 99 i'll put that over the division but i'm going with apex legends for multiplayer what about you absolutely apex apex forever Borderlands the only thing and I again I need to bring it already literally the only thing that Modern Warfare has over Apex is the fact that it has crossplay big facts Once Apex is crossplay it's it's over Borderlands 3 I know it does say co-op here but I don't really consider that multiplayer Co-op and multiplayer to me are separate, but they are adding it here just for the. No, no, I get what they're going with it. It is multiplayer. I uh, like. I think what you're trying to say is like maybe they should have made a category like best PvP game and then best PVE, like best co-op. Yeah, yeah. But technically, it is multiplayer. I get what they're going for. But but no, Apex for me all the way. Got you. Uh, Siggy would probably pick Tetris 99. Did any of y'all play that game? Nah, I have it on my Switch too. I never played it. That's one of those games. I'm I'm gonna play it eventually. Uh, best mobile game: Call of Duty Mobile, Grindstone, Sayonara, Sky Children in the Light, What the Golf. Only one I played is Call of Duty Mobile, and as much as I hate Modern Warfare, Call of Duty Mobile is a really good game. I agree, Call of Duty Mobile, baby. I don't know why you know about Sayonara Wild Hearts because it's mobile. Yeah, good. Uh, hmm, so yeah, I was trying to get a Call of Duty as well. But uh, best indie game: Bomba is You, Disco Elysium, Katana Zero. 
Outer Wilds and Untitled Goose game. You know, I, I saw this Outer Wilds and I was like, did they spell this wrong? The Outer Worlds? Like, apparently this is a different that game. That confused with a, the mess out of me. Yeah, it's a yeah. different game with a similar art style and like a similar looking world. Uh, I don't know what that is. I heard Katana Zero's Fire. I have not played it. And then this Goose game is supposedly, I would, supposedly I would love this game, but I haven't played it. I don't know any of these games. You're an asshole. That's basically the goose game. You just run around the asshole goose. Yeah, just yeah, barking at people and shit. You steal their shit and wagging you know, at them. Fuck with them. Yeah, yeah. Ah, that sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I can't. Know. I can't speak on this because I don't know anything. Myvo goes to Katana Zero. Played it. Played that game. Yeah. Ah. Fire. So shout out to Devolver Digital. I, I really enjoy that game. What is yeah. what is Katana Zero? So Katana yeah. Zero, you're. It's it's basically like uh it's like a one shot type of game. So it's kind of like um was it miami something hotline, I forgot. Hotline. yeah hotline miami but it's uh but it's with the samurai so like you just run through like messing stuff up so it's kind of like the same concept as um is my friend pedro but again it's it's one shot so so you got to be you know strategic with, with what you do but it's it's fun just slicing people up it was a very fun game i feel that and it's uh, 2d so it's you know side scrolling uh so the next the next category games for impact Games with thought-provoking and pro-social meaning or message. All right, so I got a hot take on this one. I'm going to take the lead on this one. Uh, Yeah, this is the SJW category. Yo, Jeff Keighley, shut the fuck up, my nigga. Like, what is this shit, bro? This liberal fucking... This is the shit I be talking about. Like, when people be talking about, like, crazy conservatives, they be saying we need to get rid of them. Yo, crazy liberals are fucking annoying, too, bro. You're all annoying, bro. And this is the shit I'm... I, listen, who plays games for social meaning, bro? What is this shit? Hey, hey, hey. Life is Strange was really good, okay? It was a good, it's a, it's a good game, but did you play it for fucking social meaning? No. Uh, not really, but I mean, it doesn't, it had it, so. But, I mean, the, but the first part, thought-provoking, yes, it can yeah. be thought-provoking, because there's, you know, there's real political things in there, um, yeah. maybe, maybe dealing with, uh, with people that aren't from here. Yeah, Mexicans basically. But pro social, definitely pro. Mexicans, wait, what? In there, <laughs> no, because that's what they, that's what it they is. were. They're Mexican. Okay. Yeah, they're Mexican. Okay. They're, Mexican. They're, they're trying to go down to Mexico to escape, and yeah, yeah, yeah I only Trump played the first. I only played the second one. Yeah, and there's the wall, and there's yeah, there's racist, uh, racist, uh, racist people in there. Yeah, so yeah. it's a, it's a lot of stuff. Yeah, but still, like, okay. like this is the type of shit that can fucking show up because like you're pushing an agenda with this shit, whether you agree with it or you don't. Like, just keep it gaming, bro. I don't know about this shit. This pro well, social I mean, meeting shit. I hate to tell you, but like a lot of games are political. So I mean, honestly, I feel like it's yeah. just the listing of the games they showed here doesn't portray that point. But I feel like a majority of the games, like Death Stranding, is a very political game. Like it, I'm surprised Death Stranding isn't here because Death Stranding is Make America Great Again. Yeah, <laughs> the game. Death Stranding is literally Make America Great Again and connecting bridges with each other. And Why didn't they put that on there? It's in every other category. I, I don't know. I'm assuming. You, I, I, you yeah. tell me. You know, now that I think about it, Ubisoft did actually, put MAGA in fucking uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I don't know if y'all saw that mission. Yeah. Where the dude uh-huh. was like, we had to make Athens great make again. I was like, wait a minute, is that an Easter egg? Make <laughs> Athens great again. Yeah. yeah, it was literally a mission where this dude was upset <laughs> that um, people were gingerfying his neighborhood. They were taking over <laughs> Athens. So then you had to beat up some people and get run them out of the neighborhood. And he was like, make Athens great again. Actually, and I was I like, wait a minute. I was like, yeah, is that an Easter egg? Well, that's an acronym right there. I don't know, bro. I don't know how I feel this pro social meeting shit, but whatever. Shout whatever. I never played any of these other games, nor have I heard about them. So I'm giving mine a life is strange too. That game was fire. I feel and that. we're still not done yet. We actually get the last last part uh this month. Yeah, mm. I'll give it the life is strange too, because that's the only one I played semi. I gotta get back to playing it. Guys, stop the wall. 
Um, best game direction awarded for outstanding creative design and innovation in game direction. And best most innovation innovative game, basically. Why is Resident Evil 2 the remake on here? Because it's a good game. You fucking ass. All right, listen, let me read it back. I don't know how awarded, many times I have awarded to Awarded for outstanding creative <laughs> vision and innovation in game design. Yes, I agree. It has a great creative vision as a remake of its original design. And it innovation. It is an innovative title. Resident Horror? Evil 2, it the remake? Innovative. Yes. Innovative. All right, bro. Hold on, did you play it? I don't need to play. It's a oh, no, remake. Shut up. Shut up. Shut I up. played I Resident Evil 2. Shut up. Shut the it's fuck Resident Evil play. 2. It's fucking HD, dog. Didn't even play, bro. It, oh, it would be different. It was a remaster. It's a remake. They changed it. It's not the same as the original. So game. they did something play. innovative, and this is what you're telling me. In my opinion, yes. It is probably one what of the best games currently about it? out. It's one of the best horror games currently out. Um, was, the performance oh, I'm not capture, debating whether or not the, it's good. The performance capture, the graphics are probably one of the best. Um, the uh, design overall of uh, the level design that's been modified, but some of it's still- You said same. graphics and level. Which part of that is innovative? <laughs> graphics can be innovative. It's improved, but no, innovative? No, 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 no. Yes, yes, yes. It has some of the best performance capture I've ever seen. It has some of the best character models I've ever seen in a game. It's really good. It's I'm going to be, gonna be an adult here. You didn't even play it. We'll agree you didn't even play it. I'm not going to argue with you about a nigga who don't play his game. All right, so if, if, if that's the case, then Ratchet and Clank, the remake that came out a couple years ago, that's my most innovative game. How about that? Sure. That's your opinion. We'll agree to disagree. Uh, what other ones they got? Control, Death Stranding, uh, Sekiro, and then the Outer Wilds. What was the most creative and innovative to you, uh, JG? Hmm. I would like to choose control, but my uh my biased nature would uh would love to choose oh. Sekiro. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I feel like even though even though it followed the traditional format from uh from a form software game, um it still innovated with the uh with the new system there instead of you have a yeah, the posture just dodge all the way, yeah. The uh the actual and the aggressive play style. stuff. Yeah, I would give it. So to I think, as well. I think, yeah. So I do think that the entire vision for that game, um, and and the actual game direction was innovative, in my opinion. So that's what I would choose. Control's not even in the conversation to me because no, I played yes. enough. It's yes. Quantum it, Break it Two. Is, it's it Quantum is. Break. No, two. it's not. You haven't even played it. How are you? I don't want to hear it. I don't hear it. Play the game. Oh, you know what? No, I give it a pass. I take that back. I take it back. From a, it I has get, some of the from greatest a story, creative vision. From yeah, from a story point, yeah, it's creative. From a gameplay, I guess it's I was saying. It's a unique game like it's a very unique game with a very unique uh world with a very unique world building with very unique characters with very unique plot like it's a very weird game and i think that's it deserves to be gamed i'm I not gonna play death stranding right. i'm not gonna death play stranding, i will give credit to that but it, it is I innovative i give it it is innovative became a Ruse driver so i give it the very good nyquil simulator but i gotta give it to sekiro though just because uh i mean keep it a buck like i mean Star Wars straight up ripped off the little posture system, Sekiro. So I mean, like, that says enough to me right there. So I would have to give it to Sekiro in terms of game direction. I, I don't know about enough about Outer Worlds Wilds. Uh, let's see, fresh indie game. Um, recognizing, oh, this is basically Rookie of the Year Studio. This is presented by Subway, so this is the most uh, pedo friendly game here. Let's see. Here. Oh God. <laughs> uh, a Rookie of the Year. Uh. Zom, they made Disco Elysium, the studio behind for Grizz, the studio behind my friend Pedro. I'm just going to give it to them. Him, I mean. Uh, the Untitled Goose game. And then, what is this? 
for Slay the Spire and then the Outer Worlds. What's Rookie of the Year to y'all studio? Pedro. Dead Toast. Dead Toast. I gotta get to Pedro. I really love that <clears> game. <throat> Facts. Uh, best fighting game. Dead or Alive 6. Come on, Junk we Force. Don't, we don't need to jump. We don't have to make a jump. Junk Force, <laughs> Mortal Kombat 11, Samurai Showdown, and then Smash Bros. Ultimate. Jump Force? What you mean? That's a six month game. Yeah, six months. We're going on a year now. Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I heard no still didn't... playing it to this day. <laughs> those four, those four buttons and the combos, the one hit combos and shit. Uh, I gotta. Oh, damn. I, I guess I go with Smash Bros. I wouldn't Jump be mad Force. if Mortal Kombat won the. Shut up, nigga. <laughs> I go Mortal Kombat. Uh, nobody's going with ass and titties. Want to go dead or alive? Yeah, dead, dead or alive. I got dead or alive. Baby. I was gonna say I thought you loved that series. I did. I love it because I beat your ass in it every time. Did any oh. y'all play Samurai? <laughs> She's gonna lie on this podcast. All right, bro. <laughs> You've never beat me in a fight again. Yes, I think I you're, confu- you're confusing I beat you dead me. Alive. You're confusing me with Nomad, bro. No, you're I confusing beat you dead me. Or alive. I never drowned in the pools. Uh, I beat you dead or alive five. I remember that distinctly. I feel like Samurai Zero, like I wanted to play that, but I never got around to playing. Samurai Zero's not even out. I mean, Samurai my bad. Samurai Showdown. <laughs> <laughs> Samurai Zero. Uh, that's a different game. My bad. Um, <laughs> that game's never coming out. <laughs> so this section is called uh, Family Game, but this is basically Best Nintendo Game of the Year. Uh, Luigi's awesome. Mansion 3, Ring Fit Adventure, Super Mario Maker 2, Smash Ultimate, and Yoshi's Crafted World. <laughs> Uh, um, the only one I played was Smash, but I feel like if I played Luigi's Mansion Three, my vote would go there. But because I didn't play it, I don't want to vote for. It. That's on the backlog. Game. People tell yeah, me Luigi's really Bros. good. Yeah, that shit is supposed to be fire, supposedly. Yeah, I don't That's think I ever get it to whatever Smash Bros. JD made that Ring Fit Adventure look pretty fun. I watched one of his videos. Yeah, everyone who said they got it, they said it's really good. A little workout in. I forgot Yoshi had a game this year. Oh. I don't know how I feel about him riding. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Best esports team. Who cares? Care. Best team esports Liquid. player. Who cares? Booga. Best esports <laughs> host. Who cares? Golden boy. Uh, esports the, game of the year. Don't care. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna give it to Fortnite just because even though I don't like the game anymore, they they actually did a very good job with that uh with, with their tournaments throughout the year. They made a 16 year old into a multi-millionaire so hey yeah the fact that they you know they end up taking over the uh we got the place where they play tennis at in new york where the fuck that shit is i can't believe we're giving something to fortnite let's get out of here uh (laughs) best esports event who fucking cares evo best esports coach get out of here oh best content creator all right so this is a very very mayonnaise lineup here uh courage dr lupo ewok uh, G if Rev, I've never been, Shroud. I've actually haven't heard that? of him. Yeah, I don't know. Who I this just is. heard I of this Ewok girl is. like last week because she went to Mixer, and I, don't know none of this. I whatever, bro. I just know Shroud. I'm gonna go with Shroud. If I had, probably got most. I'll give it to Lupo just because he he does a lot of uh charitable stuff too. Mm. So I I feel like yeah, like as far as this year, I I think he's probably done the most. So I'll give him that because he has made a positive impact. Dr. Lupo for the, the kid. The industry. I would like to know what's the stipulation? Like what's the, how do they pick who, are they just going off who's most popular or does the content actually matter? Because content's in. Content it says is. who has made an important and positive impact in the industry. Oh, so content doesn't matter then. 
Nope, it's whoever made a good impact this year. So this is and a clout has not done us. anything. Shroud has not done anything. I don't know who David Martinez is. And again, I just heard of Ewok as well. So I don't know what positive impact she's done. Jeff Keighley, let's work on this, con- this uh, <laughs> section. Yeah. yeah, she's dead. I don't know. Yeah, she's dead. Oh, she is? Her, she's yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the only reason I heard of her because like a couple weeks ago she announced she was going to Mixer uh, and then like she did this thing where like she painted the wall and then she didn't say anything and it was like the Mixer logo or whatever and they were like oh she's deaf apparently she's a pretty decent size on Twitch. You know the only thing worse than having zero time for holiday shopping and zero ideas for gifts is having zero money to buy those gifts. But Zebit is fixing all those problems with their amazing online marketplace and products available with zero interest, zero fees, and zero cost to join. With Zebit, simply choose a product you love and only pay a small portion of the price at checkout. The rest you pay over time with 0% interest. So check this out. I'm moving into a new place and I need a new TV. And I found this 65-inch LG TV that's in 4K on the Zebit Marketplace. And if you pay $180, it will ship ASAP. But if you can't afford that, that's cool. You can do $60.33 and then it'll ship after two more weekly payments. After it ships, then it's 12 payments over six months until you pay off the whole thing. And for last-minute holiday shopping, there's no better option. When it's too late to ship something, Zebit gives you instant access to gift certificates from dozens of your favorite brands and stores like Nike, Macy's, Old Navy, and Foot Locker. Whether you're knocking your list out ahead of time or scrambling for something last minute, with Zebit, you're one click away from a great holiday gift. So we got a special deal for all the GI listeners out there. Sign up for Zebit today at zebit.com GI and get up to $2,500 credit to shop at the Zebit marketplace with zero interest and zero cost to join. That's zebit.com slash gi for $2,500 of interest-free credit at zevit.com slash gi what's going on y'all utxjg the don one-third of the game illuminati podcast and i'm back again it's that time of the year folks time to share smiles and good times with your friends and family and of course exchange gifts because i know everyone loves gifts how about you give yourself a gift the gift of self-confidence how do you get it Oh, I'm glad you asked. By having straighter, brighter teeth with the help of Candid. Candid's aligners can help straighten your teeth faster and cheaper than traditional wire braces. Treatment takes just six months on average and it costs 65% less. An experienced orthodontist who is licensed in your state creates a custom treatment plan. Then they show you a 3D preview so you can see how your teeth will look after you're done. Candid's aligners are comfortable, removable, and completely invisible. There's no hassle of you going to an orthodontist office. Candid ships your aligners directly to you. Plus, in the season of giving, Candid donates $25 for each aligner purchased to Smile Train, who brings safe, 100% free cleft lip and palate treatment to children around the globe. Give yourself the gift of Candid. Go to CandidCo.com GI and use code GI to get $75 off. That's CandidCo.com GI, code GI for $75 off. CandidCo.com dot com slash gi code gi <clears throat> but yeah pretty mayonnaise lineup uh let's see community support recognizing a game for outstanding community support transparency and responsiveness apex destiny 2 final fantasy 14 fortnite and tom clancy's rainbow Six Siege. who got the best I'm give it, i'm gonna give it to destiny because they got free of activision so Mm, okay okay what about you jay uh that's a tough one uh do we feel like the the uh rainbow six um devs are listening to their their uh community 
or are I they messing so. the game up? Yeah, I feel like it, but I feel like Rainbow's like in a weird place where like it kind of just it is so what it is. Yeah. yeah, like it's not like the, I, the hot new chick, you know? Yeah, it's a I know, consistent chick. I know yeah, she's kiss consistent. Yeah. Epic has not been listening to her community. Yeah, <laughs> this shouldn't even be on the list with the fucking mechs last yeah. season. Get Fortnite the fuck out of here. I gotta give it to Apex just because I feel like they really do listen to the community and feedback. Like. We ask for certain modes, they implement it, they test it out. There's certain features that aren't working. You, you post it on the Reddit, they listen to the feedback. But I wouldn't be upset if Destiny 2 won. Like, I hear what Ethos is saying, too. They yeah. do listen to their community. Yeah, I would say we're respawn with Apex. Uh, between Season 1 and Season 2, it's been night and day, for me, at least. So, the only person I know who plays Final Fantasy fourteen is Data Dave. That's the data. Uh, best audio design. Recognizing the best in-game audio. So, basically, sound effects. Uh, Modern Warfare. Control. Death Stranding, Gears 5, Resident Evil 2, and Sekiro. I feel like this one's really hard because you're comparing apples to oranges. Like some of these games are like fictional takes and then some of them are more realistic because as much as Call of Duty did crash my fucking computer, but that game does have really good sound design. Like I can give it that. I give it to Call of Duty. But then like Gears of War has really good sound design too, but the thing is it's not realistic. So it's like, what are you, it's kind of hard to compare, I feel like. Uh, I, I pick Call of Duty. <clears throat> the level of upgrade from the sound design point was really good i think it sounds really really good mm -hmm. uh, so i, I would personally mm -hmm. control always has some really good audio too yeah i don't know yeah this one is tough i, I guess yeah. i would choose control on this one but they all deserve it they all did it yeah good. yeah i don't know i wouldn't be mad if any of these won. this is the hard one to pick um best art direction for outstanding creative or technical achievement in artistic design uh control death stranding grizz Sayonara, Sekiro, and Link's Awakening, the remake. Um, I, I give it to Control, even though I don't like that game. It does have good art direction. I would also give it to Control. Yeah, I'd probably say it's between Control or Death Stranding. I will give Death Stranding that. It, it is a very impressive technical achievement. Mm, okay. Best action adventure game, Borderlands 3, Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Link's Awakening and Sekiro Shadows Day Twist. Sekiro. 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 Not even close. Um, let's see. Best action game. Apex Legends, Astro Chain, Modern Warfare, Devil May Cry 5, Gears 5, Metro Exodus. This is one of the toughest ones. This is a really good one right here. Just straight action? Yeah, straight action. This one's rough. I got, a, I got a rep for the underdog. I'm going to give it to Astro Chain. I knew you were going to say it. I knew it. <laughs> I, got to, I got to. I probably would be right there with I you if played I played it. it. It's on the backlog. Yeah, I haven't played it yet. Uh, <clears throat> for me, I would probably choose DMC. Mm, okay, okay. What about my... Didn't you play Metro Exodus? What did you think of that game? It was really good. I thought JG played it. Too. Yeah, th did you play it, Jay? No. Uh, I only played the uh the demo at uh at, was it oh, that's right oh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I gave the I gave the game to you Ethos remember oh right. oh thanks JG yeah <laughs> this one's rough like it's between Apex and Devil May Cry uh but because Devil May Cry is more action when I think about it Apex is a BR there is some downtime I'll give the edge to Devil May Cry but I wouldn't be mad if any of these won except for Call of Duty uh let's see game of the year all right this is the toughest one right here control death stranding resident evil 2 sekiro uh smash and the outer world why is resident evil 2 on this list 
Because it's it's, it's innovative. It's innovative. It's innovative, JG. It's innovative. It's just different. It's just it's just different. Nobody ethos, ethos, nobody's arguing with you whether or not it's a good game though. You literally say it doesn't deserve game of the year. No, I would be mad that's if, like, JG's argument. Was I was arguing that Fortnite was on this list. Like, I was arguing it's not innovative. I didn't say it wasn't a good game though. I said it wasn't. Y'all was treating Resident Evil too like it's a brand it's new game. It's good because it's a remake. Let's throw it's Ratchet not- and Clank up there too. It's not. We didn't come let me throw, let me Yo, throw matter of fact, let's throw the Last of Us Two HD on there too. Why don't we? While we're at it, Last of Us Two was a remaster. That's not a remake. Do y'all know the difference between a remake and a remaster? Ratchet and Clank was a remaster. Why can't I remake? I mean, why can't I throw it up there? Oh my! Because they didn't come out this year. <laughs> okay. All remakes better be on the innovative section from now on. Y'all, y'all are so stupid. All right, <laughs> y'all, y'all ain't play the game. I gotta take. Fucking it. Anyways, your my my game of the year since Judgment was not on here. Sekiro. Yeah, mm, it should have okay. been Jedi. Jedi got ripped off, but. I, I would agree it is Jedi. Um, see, they could have replaced Resident Evil 2. See, there oh, you go. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, so I can I can finally articulate why I struggle with uh like Soulsborne games and like Sekiro. Oh yeah. First of all, bro. my vote for in this list would be game of the year would be Sekiro. But the reason I realized I struggled with it after I beat Star Wars Jedi is it's the story. Like I like Sekiro is harder than uh the Jedi game, the Fallen Order, but it was oh. it was a decent difficulty. Uh, and I was inspired to beat it because I thoroughly enjoyed the story in the world. Sekiro, like when I play it, I just feel like I'm going to fight boss after boss. I don't care about the characters. I don't care about the world. It's not remotely interesting to me. I'm strictly just playing it to basically just conquer what I what what's difficult. To overcome um, adversity. Yeah, to overcome adversity. And I, Star Wars made me realize that. So like if from software can get it to where like they create a really interesting world and story, I feel like they would have an amazing formula. Uh, in terms of like their souls born games but I, if i had to pick out of the list i would go with sekiro but that's what i learned from playing jedi fallen order so yes, I, I would disagree on the fact that i feel like sekiro and the other souls born games it's not that they don't have good stories it's just that they don't they don't push narrative that's the problem with them they don't mm-hmm. have good narratives uh like there's not enough like sekiro was the first one i think they actually did like a pretty decent job at like pulling a continuous narrative of like oh why am i doing this where am i going why am i going to go to get this certain item like it, it has cutscenes and there's dialogue that helps explain why you're doing what you're doing but um the the thing that i think a lot of these games are really good at is like they have some of the best world building which is like the lore and like the environmental like uh story art and stuff like that like what happened in the environment beforehand like there's a story that be told but it doesn't tell you like what the story is like it's stuff that you have to like discover through like items and uh like looking at the environments and going through them and stuff like that like so there's hidden story but i, I do agree it's not like a it's not like how jedi is where you gotta go look for it basically yeah you not, have, if you want it you gotta find experience. it exactly yeah you you have to go find it if you want it but if you just run through it then it just becomes really just like a boss game that you just want to run through and kill people yeah because when um when i was watching like a bunch of different people stream the final boss fight in uh jedi fallen order a lot of people were like surprised because i beat uh what is it trilla i beat her in two tries like, i almost beat her in the first try and it was because i was thoroughly engaged <laughs> with that shit but like it's like i just i feel disengaged like when i play sometimes with like with the soul borns game you know that's kind of means right what you gotta beat that nigga ishan Who's that? <laughs> he hasn't gotten to him yet. 
I just listen. I just so I beat the ape, and then oh. I got past oh, the yeah. I, I got past the, the the booty acid part with the with the mini boss, and now I ran into the ape again. I was like, oh my god! I turned the game oh, off. I was like, I'm not in the mood. Yeah, I'm not in the mood for that shit. I was like, we'll come. I'm not. I'm not rage quitting. I'm just taking my time playing Zakiro. Like we're gonna come back to it. That point almost had me go over the edge. Like when the second one shows up, I almost started crying. Did you see that edit that Reezy made on Twitter when I when I found out I played the ape again? The freeze edit. That shit was great. Just like, oh, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm pr- I'm pretty sure I didn't check my clips, but I'm almost positive like I was at that point where I was about to uninstall because I was like you can- I I couldn't like in my mind I couldn't justify fighting two of the same type at the same time. Well, that's realized, yeah, that's what made me turn oh, the game shit. off because we got I got to the ape and I was like, all right, the pattern was in the first phase. The pattern was, the was similar, yeah. but it was a little bit different. And yeah, I downloaded yeah. and I beat him pretty easily. And then the, the second ape came in, I turned. I was like, all right, bro, I'm taking <laughs> a break. Right. We'll come. I, I, we need a break. Yeah, I'm coming. We're gonna yeah, go play Apex. I need that, a break. <laughs> yeah, that, that kind of kills your morale. You think like, oh wait, I've gotten better. Like I can destroy him now. And then you're just like, he's like, no, nigga. <laughs> and then it's like, it's the meme of uh you know the meme where they're the gang initiation and they're just yelling like fight back nigga fight back um what's the name uh did everybody everybody did everybody say secure everybody catch that they uh, vote uh, yeah unless jedi was on this list yeah jedi would personally be honestly anything on this list can win except for death stranding wow it's the only one game I don't feel deserves <laughs> game of the year, bro. It's the only one. But this is crazy because this is exactly what we were saying. Like we knew this even yeah. before, like even before the even before halfway throughout the year, we were like, "Yup, the next game awards." Well, we found out when Death Stranding was coming out. We were yeah, like, we be Death Stranding all these categories, and literally, like, and I don't know if y'all saw my tweet. Um, when they were uh the actual twitter was the official twitter for this uh for the game awards were like how many awards will death stranding win and zero wasn't an option it was one to two and then it went up from there and i was like yeah this is biased as fuck i was like so death stranding that means that death stranding is going to probably sweep this year yeah, yeah shit's fucking crazy I'll, yeah, uh, I mean, that's, up. that's gonna, the theories going around, force. man. Yeah, that's gonna, the theories going around. To get, to get an award, bro. What are you doing, Jeff, bro? First it was Mountain doing Doritos. Now it's Kojima's cock. T-A-W-K. Cock. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. I, hopefully, Sakura wins out of this list. But I, I I wouldn't be mad if anything won besides it trolls not all the one. I don't care what y'all say. Wow. <laughs> but everything else is cool. That's stranding uh all right well that's the game awards december 12th is going down i'm sure the conversation will be interesting when uh when that's over we'll come back and talk about it a little bit um moving on to the news section of the podcast the google stadia launched since the last podcast um so it's it's had a pretty rocky launch the beta was pretty interesting everybody loved the beta uh that one game assassin's creed odyssey everybody i know a few people on my timeline on twitter that had it they managed to test it and they said it ran great it was doing its thing um but the full launch came out and i i said this i said this is a difference between doing a beta test and releasing it out to the wild to millions of people and stuff like that and i see nothing positive about the google stadia there's hardly any games this should be stuttering apparently it's been melting people's chromecast because you shouldn't be uh streaming 4k 60 fps from a thumb from a thumbstick basically um and then jg's right before the podcast said something about they're creating gender neutral controllers i don't know what the fuck that's about um but uh how you feeling about google stadia and its launch ethos yarn what that's it that's it what about you jay it's not good bro not good 
um and then with this thing with technical issues though google you know they said that it's uh it's not an issue with the stadia service they're just saying that it was an issue period um with the majority of people who want to play for more than three or four hours at a time wow that's a, that's a great customer service it's not us it's you head ass um yeah, you're playing for too long <laughs> or you are or you're watching something for too long what did i think was gonna happen but it's a fucking gaming console people want to play it, especially because it's brand new and it's a launch um i don't know if you guys saw the video from agent the 2k uh youtuber uh he he got the google stadia and he streamed uh nba 2k 20 and he did a video about it it was i'm not gonna lie it was honestly fucking pathetic google um it was literally nobody running around in the park. He couldn't find nobody. He said he, he was recording for like three hours and he ran into one person the entire time. One? Yeah. And he and then he was like, yo, this is the least laggiest version of 2K20. And I'm sitting there watching it. And like, I would hope it is. There's nobody else in the park but you. I would hope it's not fucking lagging. Um, but yeah, he only ran into one person in a three hour session. He got one game in and then that was it. Uh, he was just like, that shit is it's a no-go i'm like mm. because apparently i didn't know this i thought that maybe it was gonna be like cross play between like google study and pc or something like that or xbox or playstation but apparently like at least for 2k i can't speak on all games for 2k the servers run strictly off google study so you only play with other people who have google study and if nobody has it you can't find any games to play and that's so, what I was saying for any multiplayer game when this came out. I was like, how are you going to get people to like move over? That will be the only way for you to basically sustain anything with any multiplayer type of game is if you had crossplay. So right now they're shooting themselves in the foot because not enough people are crowding these servers. And it may be the lag, uh, the least laggiest version because Google has amazing servers, but and people aren't moving over to play these games that they've had already on whatever platform that they're already using why what's going to entice them to move over people don't even know what the fuck it is because i was reading the comment section on that asian video and like the entire comment section is what the fuck is google stadia so you're saying <laughs> that google one of the biggest companies in the world has not marketed google stadia correctly i, I would, yeah i would argue the marketing's been horrible they came out with that little press conference and let's be real here we're aware of that stuff because we're in tune it's our job to keep up with this thing but the average person they might see a news article here and there on twitter but they're not watching no fucking press conference from google about a, a streaming console so you have to be i mean think about it remember all the uh the, the joke about the soccer moms who couldn't tell the difference between the wii and the wii u like you have to have good marketing for the average consumer because the average consumer works a nine to five and they come home and they're tired they don't have time to be on a phone and be on the computer reading all the news they listen to podcasts like this to get enlightened um but if they don't listen to podcasts you might not know what the google stuff you got to do commercials you got to do something um i know they put one commercial out like a day before and that shit was fucking horrible i, I was like this is supposed to be for like a gaming console this ed edgy bullshit yeah the marketing has been terrible for the study i would argue what is this uh gender neutral controller you were talking about jg all right so <laughs> so google is trying to be progressive and appeal to everyone and i didn't know this apparently we're all toxic uh, masculine assholes um because of the controller colors or whatever uh, peripherals that we have chosen um google has said that other controller colors have not appealed to everyone um, oh it's color like, specific yeah it's it's color specific it's not it's not how does that make it gender neutral because i was thinking like maybe it was specific like a controller from made for both man and women's hands but then i would argue all controllers are like i 
but I'm lost. No, no, it's literally just a colorway, a color scheme that Google is trying to promote as a gender neutral controller. And it's uh, the official colorway is supposed to be like an egg color. So it's like a green egg. Um, and I don't understand. How is that not, why. how is that not gender neutral? Don't, don't, don't women lay eggs? Like, like the, the women I, animals? I, like, I, like I said, I don't know. I, I don't understand why. I mean, human, human females, they, they have eggs. So how is that gender neutral? Are you saying that I can't like if I want a peak controller that you know or a peak controller doesn't appeal to me or all right? So uh, let me tell you guys about the birds and the bees, right? The women. <laughs> so when the sperm touches the woman's egg, <laughs> um, that ass though, uh, Google Stadia, Google, y'all lucky that this shit is a streaming service because I will fucking uninstall y'all. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. So this is so yeah. this is what they're Yo. doing, and, and yeah, since I have a black, since I have black peripherals and I have a black controller, I'm I'm being I'm being uh, toxic and I'm being super masculine because women, uh, women and other people who are gender neutral, they uh they don't feel included. Man, fuck Google Stadia. Yeah. What's the name? Uh, did did you guys know I uninstalled Sea of Thieves? Disease. Oh my god! Did it on stream last night? Numbers? I forgot to mention that to you in the early earlier in the stream. I'm pretty proud of that. I'm not gonna oh, lie. What is this? I don't know, but let me tell you something, yo. Anybody uh-huh. who's got Xbox Game Pass or considering buying CSZs, it's literally, it's honestly shameful to see what's happened to Rare. It's literally one of the worst fucking games I've ever played. That game is fucking stupid. It is awful. I, it, you, you, the game is literally like 100 water. And there's like little itty bitty islands. It would be maybe cool if like there were some big islands with a lot of exploration, like Assassin's Creed or like Sekiro or something like that. Like it's these little itty bitty islands that you can run from the beginning of the island to the other side in like seconds. There might be like a plank of wood or a snake on there or some shit. There's nothing to do in the game, bro. I was literally baffled at what I played. And shame on you, Phil Spencer. Shame on you. Stop investing in this shit. Fucking disband Rare because from what I'm hearing, it's not even the same Rare that made Banjo-Kazooie and Diddy Kong Racing and fucking Jet Force Gemini and Donkey Kong 64. Like they have a tenure of just amazing games. What the fuck is this shit, bro? It's offensive. I wasted an hour of my life and I want it back. Thank you. All right. <laughs> you got that off, you got that off your chest. I got that off you my chest. <laughs> you feel better? Yeah, I I was dead ass yawning playing that shit. I was I almost fell asleep on stream. I was like, this is. <sighs> Let's talk about something a little bit more exciting. The PS5. Um, PS5 controller design has leaked. Uh, the patent for it as well as some dev kits have been spotted in the wild and it's been causing a lot of drama because people oh shit I didn't mean that but, uh, people were um, complaining about the way that the PS5 looks have you guys seen the dev kits and what are your thoughts on it I took a brief look and I'm looking again um, I mean we already knew about the controller because they've already talked about that but um, but then when it comes to the to the dev kits uh, I mean, we always see, you know, uh, concepts of what it is. And then whenever it comes out, it doesn't end up looking anything like, you know, what we ended up seeing. So I'm not really worried about the uh, the actual console itself. But the controller, like I said, we, we've already gotten like official news from Sony about what it looks like. Um, and, and like, I, I don't really have any opinion on it. Like it's uh, it's, it's a 
a PS5 controller, it's a Sony controller, so um, like it's cool. I guess I don't, you know, I don't really have any strong opinions about it. It's, people it's, are like, I seen like tweets like people were crying about the way that it looks, and like for those y'all aware, it's a developer kit. It's an early build of it, just with general specs, so the developers can start working on games. But that's not what the PS5 is gonna look like. In order for them to make games, they have to get the console early. But that's not necessarily what it's going to look like. And you guys just have to keep that in mind. And also, I don't play games for what the console looks like anyway. So if it did look like it, I honestly don't care. Um, just just wanted to put that out there. I would be more excited if they actually revealed the actual specs. That's what you should be looking for. Uh, I don't know if excited is the word, but more interested, I guess, because then you can get a better feel for what they're going for the PS5. Uh, could you give us some like insider game developer knowledge here, uh, Ethos? What do you want to know? <laughs> I don't know. Like, just you know, reinforce them that everything's gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be okay, guys. This you will not see this. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never, you won't see this when you buy one. I promise you. Mm. you Google PS3 or any previous dev kits for any console that ever came out. There's like some that people have been able to obtain and restore. They look nothing like what the actual product looks like. I mean, look, I think the PS3 looked like a VCR player or something. Yeah, you remember the PS5 uh, concept controller? It was like a boomerang. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They got yeah. rid of that shit. Like it's, it's nothing to be upset about. Um. Sony had a controller about the, I mean, uh, a commercial about the PS8. Uh, yeah. wait, what? What the hell? That was like a while ago. Like I think that was when the PlayStation 2 was coming out, and they had a commercial about the PS8. Like they, like they just do dumb stuff like this, and they, like I think it, at this point it's just literally just to, you know, um, just to trip you off and have everybody talking about it, and then they'll come out with something totally different. You're like, oh, okay, well this is all right, this is fine. Um, in terms of the PS5 controller, according to the patent, what's different? It's pretty much the same, but apparently it's a little bit fatter. Um, the triggers are a little bit different. It has a USB-C port and the grips are a little bit thicker but it's pretty much the same shit i don't think sony is sony tried to innovate with the ps3 controller and then they saw the backlash and they sony is basically staying in their bag like they, they're not going to stray too far away oh yeah and they got rid of the light on the ps4 controller which i always thought was stupid did y'all like that thing no it did nothing for me just to let me know that the controller was on <laughs> that was it same uh, i thought it just was a way to kill the battery quicker um let's see other news there's a chance for tony hawk to come back tony hawk pro skater what's going on with this jay yeah here we go with this news again i'm not excited about it because we've heard plenty of rumors about tony hawk but um there was a a famous leaker who generally gets things right uh he said that he was talking to an activision contact about a week ago um and he said that uh tony hawk pro skater one and two has some demos or prototypes remade um so that's that's pretty much it um another person also uh said the same news that he got so it was two people saying the same thing so and i don't know how much traction that that's going to make um but activision still currently owns the ip tony hawk doesn't but he um he did say that you know if he could reboot it tony hawk if he could reboot it or continue the series that he would so again don't hold your breath on this one it's just a rumor mill starting up once again and uh i don't trust all these leakers that you know are 90 99 right because it's always the one percent they get wrong and i don't think that activision is going to do anything with tony hall because activision killed literally all of their franchises except for call of duty listen man tony my guy you listening if you want people to buy tony out pro skater don't do it like five that shit was awful the people want thug three 
where the fuck is the underground three that, shit, that series was fire one and two story driven the straight arcade tricks and shit with the goofy story I'm telling you people would love that let us create our own character and collab with young thug what does that have to do with anything i feel like it would sell a shit ton bro I guess he could be one of the unlockable skaters. The, uh, yeah, Lil Wayne have Young Thug be on the cover. Young Thug in a, in a cheetah print dress on a skateboard. That's yep, what you want. Yeah, true, true. Probably sell a shit ton, bro. Watch. There you go. Get Young Thug girl in there because everything's Lee. Love when it's hot. Um, <laughs> Half Life VR. Do we care about this? Looks cool. Oh, it's VR, man. But it's VR, so I'm not. I'm not getting a VR device to play this shit. Yeah. I will say I was actually genuinely surprised by the reaction from the community. I saw mostly overwhelmingly positive responses. Like it's to the point where like people want Half Life Three, but at this point they're so thirsty for Half Life they'll take anything. Because I saw mostly positive <gasps> another Half Life. I'm like, you know, you got to get a VR headset for that, right? And it's probably going to be an hour long experience, two hours yeah. max. That's exactly what it was. Exactly what you said. Just people want anything Half Life, so they don't care at this point. I don't know, man. It did nothing for me. Yeah, yeah, I like enjoyed the that. It look cool, but again, it's VR. I'm not, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying a VR device just to play one video game. It looked like every other VR experience to me. The only difference is it had the Half Life world. Um, speaking of another series possibly being brought back, I'm kind of tired of talking about this, but whatever. Uh, there's another Paragon remake announced. This one's called Fault. This one kind of caught the community by surprise because uh the other ones they they kind of announced they were working on a remake as soon as paragon like announced they were shutting down like well we're working on it when they announced the the, the release of the assets so, like they were basically talking before they showed anything fault apparently they've been working on this one and they just kind of put it out like a little alpha out out of nowhere and like it, it's completely playable apparently they have dedicated servers and it's like super smooth from the youtubers that i watch um it's the closest thing to paragon they did change the map to where it's like a hybrid between monolith and legacy um and they need to clean up the ui but like right now there's 11 characters it's completely playable there's supposed to be a closed alpha this december um did you guys get a chance to check out some of the footage like what do you think don't give me hope Mm. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and again, this this does nothing for me, bro. Like we've seen how many at least like five different you, studios that are trying to work on one, and none of them have gained any ground. I would love for one of them to catch you know catch steam and go from alpha to beta, but has it happened yet? No. So again, this is just another one that's probably going to you know add steam right now, and then a few months later, we're not going to hear anything else about it. I'm actually surprised that like half of these Paragon dudes are still making content. Like it's, it just seems like anything that you know is it's somewhat in alpha that's a Paragon remake. They're just hopping on it and just telling us about it, and then they'll have no more content once it goes to the shithole. Yeah, that's kind of why I wanted to put this like on the notes, like. Y'all gotta stop doing this shit, bro. Like, yeah, we all love Paragon. It would be nice for it to come back. But until there's something you could truly show and improve, I will never attach my name to any of these projects. It's like, stop it. They've been, I feel like a lot of these Paragon YouTubers have been, they've been burned multiple times. And how many times you gonna put your hand on the stove before you realize that like, yo, maybe I need to protect myself because I feel like you gotta realize your brand matters. And you keep putting out all this bullshit. People are gonna be like, oh, look at this guy promoting another thing that's not gonna work out um so that's what i would encourage people like yo just be careful about what you promote and that's why you don't see none of them remakes on my damn channel until i'm confident something is truly gonna come out 
which I'm not. Uh, you will never see any type of Paragon remake on my damn channel. Why don't you make one, uh, Ethos? You know how to make games. Huh? A Paragon? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you announce your Paragon remake right now? You'll get coverage from these YouTube channels. All right. All right. So that's uh, a brand new Paragon game. It's called Paragon, and uh, it'll be out whenever I finish Samurai Zero. One thing I will say, you like, you might want to keep your eye on the fault one. They have a Reddit, by the way, fault, uh, play fault or something like that is called. Um, they did what you actually suggested, Ethos. One of the problems that was always with Paragon is like the card system. Like everybody didn't have access to the cards. They changed uh, it up to now, like they have like a traditional like MOBA item store, and you can just like build up trees, items, and stuff like that. That's good. Yeah, so like they're trying something. They're trying to keep it as much as the same as possible, but they're tweaking it to where, um, like kind of leagueish. Yeah, leagueish to where things are a little bit more balanced. And then also, according to some of these YouTubers, what they really liked about this one compared to these other remakes is like they let them in instantly, and then when they played it, they had some feedback, and literally they had like a patch the next day fixing things. Like as soon as you get feedback, they're working hard to like fix stuff. So it mm. seems like maybe these people actually know what they're doing. A completely new studio because those other games that one core it fell apart predecessor i don't know what's going on with that and then there's another one ethereal their their problem is they there's some drama going down in columbia so hopefully they're okay um but i don't know there's something to pay attention to fault uh what do you what do you what do you what do you think uh needs to be done for an actual paragon remake to succeed jg um at this point we just need for the developers to continue making the damn game because <laughs> it seems like what's been going on is just they've been stopping either they've been stopping or they haven't been getting enough funds maybe that's an issue too maybe they're just not getting enough money to uh to continue working on the game um but i mean you have all the assets so you know that's already a lot of money that you don't have to spend right there so again maybe that's it but i don't i don't know what else besides you know actually you know continue to work on the game and, and not giving up that that the issue is because uh, i say that they're getting you know each of these uh paragon remakes they're getting a little bit of traction so they're gaining buzz because people just want to play another paragon moba because it was great until it became not great anymore so uh so if funding is it then you're gonna have to figure out something to do um try to try to get some some loans or something but other than that i don't know bro my only question I will present to the developers of Fault is the same one I'll present to all the other developers of all these other remakes. Let's say your game does get off the ground, it gets into a beta, and it's getting towards a full release. What is your long-term plan? Let's say you manage to get all the old characters implemented into Fault. How will you continue this game? Because nostalgia is only going to last so long. That high is, are you guys going to create new characters, new skins? Like, what's the long-term plan? Because if your goal is just to bring back all the old characters on a new map, that shit's going to get old in three months, bro. Um, so I would advise you have a long-term plan. And maybe they do a have a new hero out. every three weeks. A new hero every three weeks. I heard that plan works really well. Yeah, that was wild. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's great. That. That's fun, yeah please take your time, yeah, take your time. <laughs> um shout out let's talk about mental illness shout out to mental illness um so the cows in russia are having anxiety just having a hard time producing milk just relaxing um so the solution was russian farmers 
created uh well they ordered like special vr headsets that are made for cow heads because they have bigger heads than humans and uh they put these vr headsets on the cows and they show them relaxing things like long walks on the beach and beautiful grasslands and it helps reduce the anxiety of the cows so that they can be more functioning cows in society how do we feel about this ethos <laughs> <laughs> this is a true story by the way <laughs> feel free to google russian cows with vr headsets <laughs> it's something i don't know bro i don't know uh my goodness jay you have any hot takes on this uh i mean why crazy bro we i wish we knew like why the cows were having anxiety in the first place like are they are they fearing that they're going to get turned into burgers down the line they're going to get turned into some nice steaks uh i know it's going to make the meat more tender yeah like what i mean because these one this article said that they're not getting killed they're uh they're producing milk and they're because uh, that's what you know these are for but like are you all like are you all like showing them uh the other side or you know the or the cow homies getting killed and and they're like worried that they're gonna be next <laughs> they i don't know yeah like they can't, they're like damn where jim just go bro like damn jim you died think, man he went to the slaughterhouse and you like you like oh shit am i next and then, like i don't <laughs> i don't know i don't know what's going on man you but think they're gonna make we, a whole new classification of meat like you know, because it's gonna be like tender or more tender because they were having VR sets on or some shit. Yeah, like this, they're like gonna have VR or this. some shit. Like. <laughs> this cow, this cow has, has not had that much anxiety. He's, it's he's, like it's like uh, our cows have no antibiotics. We don't use an, uh, or not antibiotics. We don't use steroids on our cows, and we also give them VR headsets. Instead of USDA approved, you know, it'd be uh, wild exactly. approved. if they put like cow porn on there, like other cows fucking. <laughs> Each other for the cow to watch on the VR headset, like that. That's for the be, milk. That's for the milk. That shit would be crazy, bro. He's yeah, like, this is really I, relaxing, bro. This is wild, man. Animals have anxiety now too. What is what is this world coming to, man? This podcast gives me anxiety. Um, <laughs> I get scared every time. Like I hope I don't sleep. This podcast. I found it, it even funnier because it said that the vegan community was still mad. Fuck them. Fuck them, bro. They said, don't put the VR headsets on the cows. We're mad at that too. All right, forget forget you trying to you know obviously kill them because we're vegans. We don't eat meat, but no, nah, you we can't you can't do the VR headsets either. Man, shout out mental illness, bro. Shout out mental illness. Get crazy out here in these streets. That's just a funny little story I wanted to share. It's a true story. Feel free to Google it if you don't believe us. Um, maybe they'll bring. Maybe they'll bring VR headsets to all the animals in the zoo because some of them animals in the zoo, all the animals in the zoo, like they got fucking anxiety. Besides the monkeys, monkeys are always assholes. Um, this is a story I think I'm gonna let Jay take the floor on because he's our residential football expert. Before we, um, top streamer Ninja had a hot take the other day. On come on, I'll put on my Ninja voice. He says on Twitter. I'll never understand how college and NFL player uh, football teams allow kickers that just miss kicks. I feel like there has to be pools of kickers in the USA that won't miss simple kicks or snappers that won't miss the snaps. I don't know, man. Seems so silly. Would love your opinion on this little shit. <laughs> <laughs> he edited, by the way. So you know. 
<laughs> a little shit. <laughs> um, and then somebody, uh, Ducky the Gamer, replied. He said, I'll never understand how a pro Fortnite player just misses shots. I feel like there has to be pools of players who can just click on their heads and hit every shot. 100% accuracy just seems so silly. So clearly he's being sarcastic. The ninja replies and says, this is the shittiest reply ever. Fortnite requires movement, editing, building, rotating, and hitting shots. There are not positions in Fortnite. A kicker's job is literally to kick. Horrible analogy. Kind of embarrassing, you little shit. (laughs) (laughs) How you feel about this as a football fan, uh, Jay? What's this doing for you? All right, so before I go in on him, because this is this is absolutely hilarious, and I find Ninja saying anything about any sport to be to just be the funniest thing ever. I will give him this. There have been in the last like five or six years, um, if you if you aren't aware, the NFL um, ended up breaking back um, where the ball is placed. So after you score a touchdown, they brought back where the ball is placed, um, where you kick your extra point. So when that happened, there have been a <laughs> A really really big number of kickers just missing easy ass kicks uh because the extra point is probably one of the easiest points that you can score so i will give them that like it's it's been a lot of kickers that have just been really really bad um but in their defense there had there's a lot of elements that could make a kicker just miss um the snapper is is really uh bad if they don't uh place the ball correctly yes a kicker can miss if the weather conditions are bad yes i was gonna say i don't even play football and i could easily say the weather would fuck up your kick yeah if if the wind is just going crazy rain the snow yeah the rain snow so there are a lot of elements um i mean the kicker can be in his own head so i will give you know the kicker in the college nfl i'll give all of them the benefit of the doubt but on the other hand i actually have to agree with ninja because like i said before like sometimes kicker just miss some easy ass stuff like they're in a dome there's no there's no weather elements there's no rain there's you know there's nothing that in our minds as fans watching the game that that, that a kicker can miss like how did you miss that easy ass kick but i'm gonna say this ninja like you stupid bring, bring your ass out there bro if you go out you go out there and kick some and kick some kicks like because you got kicked off the mass singer and you were just rapping a damn song so oh. so apparently that's not easy either so so yeah you go out you go out there and you uh <laughs> you, kick, you kick for uh for ethos's team for the for the lions bro and, and see if you can uh, I, I, I would i would also argue you ain't, watch you watch you ain't go hitting up there bro I would also argue it's not easy because there's a physical aspect to it that's not in Fortnite. Let's talk about that. Yes, they are a kicker, but you need strong legs to do that, and you need to work out to do that. I'm sorry you don't need to work out to do Fortnite. Don't you got to worry about wind shit, too? Well, that falls under weather. Yeah, weather and shit. I feel like it's just not that. And then also, like, some people just have bad days, bad games. That's like saying, like, exactly what the dude said in the tweet. Like, how you just, how you don't hit every shot. Like, sometimes it just happens. Shit happens, bro. Yeah. Yeah, Time, just say yeah. yo yo <laughs> just say why like dude had a bad game that's like that's all you have to say but the whole how does he miss a fucking kick shit happens man he's just i, I just feel like he just said that out of a place of anger because he's a lions fan and yeah <laughs> it's, it's rough it's been rough for lions fans that's like that's like, like 10 years that's like me saying how do you go from like cussing out little kids and trolling and being totally toxic and fucking h1z1 and then acting like you're some type of family friendly brendan fortnite shit happens bro i mean money but yeah shit happens <laughs> little shit <laughs> so, so yeah i mean at this point ninja he can't say anything you know how this goes like he he's super big so it doesn't matter what he says he's going to get shit on <laughs> but again i can understand the other side but it's it's still funny as hell like no matter who said this but because it's him it makes it 10 times funnier 
And then he really tried to compare it to Fortnite, and he did not understand that the dude was being sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yeah, this is the shittiest analogy. Uh, you can get off the fucking computer, bro. Uh, Fortnite requires movement. Nigga, you were clicking buttons on the, on the keyboard and the mouse. Shut up. Yeah, uh, yeah, man. Well, I tell you, gamers, <laughs> am I right? Well, uh, that's all I got on my show notes. Do you guys have anything else you want to add to the show before we wrap this one up? Nah, it's just I, funny. This, yeah. <laughs> this is the second time JG been going off, bro. Yeah. Hey, I, 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 I would last time he was attacking. Like, who did you attack last time? Baze Jarvis. Yeah, yeah, Jarvis. Yeah. Now you're attacking another Fortnite streamer. Hey, Let's whatever, bro. Clip that. Clip that too, man. I need to go viral. Let me start some beef real quick. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, All clip right. that shit. <laughs> All right, Ethos, you little shit. You got the floor. What's your uh, what's your closing <laughs> statement for gaming Illuminati right, episode you little 93? <laughs> Thanks for watching, you little shits. I love each and every one of you. Uh, I want to set the record straight from now on. I'm no longer a Lions fan. I'm now a Ravens fan. So uh, I got to do some research. So uh, I, I know what's going on over there. But uh, what I've seen, it's been pretty good. So, I mean, I'm, I'm headed for better pastures. Uh, Lions, y'all have disappointed me for the last time. I've been a fan since all my life. And I can't do it no more. 20, I forgot how old I am. But it's 20-something down the drain. So, uh, yeah, fuck the Lions. Let's go Ravens. Mm, okay, okay, okay. You're you're 25 or 26, by the way. It's sad. I know your uh, age. Thank you. And you don't. <laughs> I, I'm old, bro. I, I can't remember this shit no more. When's your birthday? Oh lord. I'm not gonna say that under the balls that on the live stream. Okay. Yeah, I, I only remember because him and uh, I don't know if I told you this story, JG. Uh, Anon and Ethos were visibly upset when we were in Miami, and like there was this little cute, this cute little uh, waitress. It was like a Hooters spot or whatever, and. Huh? Uh, you, you don't remember this story. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, the no. waitress pulls up. The waitress pulls up. And she was like, uh, she started guessing everybody's age. She's like, I'm going to guess. She, we like, guess our oh, age. And then she that. said, Ethos is 25. And he's like, you're right. And then she says, Ain't I? She's, Ain't I was like, how old do you think I am? She's like, 25. She was right. Then she gets to me. And she says, I said, how old do you think I am? And she's like, mm, 21. I was like, nah. At the time, I was 28. I was like, nah, I'm 28. And she's like, what the fuck? Both of them niggas was visibly mad. That's the only reason I remember your age. Oh, we weren't mad over that shit. What are you talking about, bro? Well, you were visibly like, they was like, mm, whatever. Like, why do why you think he no, looked younger? No, I think we Yo, were confused. Wash your face, nigga. That's the point. What the <laughs> fuck? I wash my face, nigga. You got me confused with your subs. True, true. <laughs> uh, what's your closing statement for closing uh, Game of Illuminati episode 93, Jago? I survived Black Friday just to give y'all another podcast. But the people know what you bought out and bought. Nah, I, I worked, bro. Yeah, I, I, I had to deal with, you know, that, that crazy mess. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, we got another podcast. So I hope you all are, are enjoying all of this free content because, uh, yeah, you've been getting uh, blessed. Actually, you all have been spoiled. I'll even go that far to say you'll be getting spoiled for getting a uh, new GI podcast every week. So uh, support us. That's all I gotta say. Just support us. Cause I'm broke. I need money. We're all broke. Um my closing statement is uh Twitch Illuminati, we're on to you. We know there are agencies out there signing streamers for big bags, big money. People making twenty five, thirty, forty thousand dollars on sponsorships alone. People who not even whose channel's not even bigger than mine. And we I'm looking at y'all websites, they're very mayo. Y'all lineups. Fucking sign me. I want to check. How about that? So if anybody from an agency, you reach out to me at tbh at gamingilluminati.com. And we're going to get on a call and I'm going to say, yes, 
then you're gonna take care of me thank you all right um this has been a gaming illuminati episode 93 i appreciate everybody coming through for listening to the show uh keep in mind that the show is available on spotify itunes uh soundcloud and all other major podcast outlets i always forget to say this at the beginning of the fucking uh podcast we're at the end anyway if you really enjoyed the show please remember rate the show five stars on apple Podcasts. that is the best way to move us up in the algorithm and get us more listeners five stars five stars five stars i sound like an iranian fucking uber driver uh please give us five stars uh other than that we appreciate you listening and we will highlight you and see you on the next episode of the game and illuminati podcast